Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, can you come pick me up? Yeah, what's wrong? Nothing. Are you sure? Yeah, no, I just need a ride. Ride. Oh my god. So fun. I just want to have fun. Start your engine. <laughs> I'm Benito Skinner. I'm Mary Beth Barone. And this is Ride. 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 Welcome back. Welcome back to Ride. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> the number one podcast in all the world. <laughs> we actually did dethrone Joe Rogan this week. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Sorry, Joe. Did we do something to piss you off? <laughs> I want to go on it with you. Nina. I want to go on it as Nina Drama. I would love to do it. And then you break out Nina Drama and he'd be so confused. Oh, totally. Like you go to the bathroom and you come back as Nina Drama, like Miss Doubtfire. What if all of a sudden I just punched him in the face? (laughs) (laughs) This one's for the vaccine. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) I have a gift from Moderna. (laughs) (laughs) Fully. Joe Rogan? I punched him in Joe his Rogan? Adam's apple. Yeah. And this one's for Pfizer. <laughs> <sighs> and then Johnson & Johnson would be a little kick to the stomach. Yeah. A final blow. Yeah. I always think about Miley Cyrus just reading him to freaking I know, but I, that's what that. I think we could go on and really make, make waves. Mm-hmm. I think it could be fun. We'd have to go to Austin, though. Yeah. I want to go and call her daddy and come out as gay. <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> I can Wait, see the clip now. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I was in a liquor store and there was a, they were selling a Zinfandel and it was called Seven Deadly Zins. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Where were the grapes from? I don't know. That's very America's Next Top Model. I just couldn't, and coded. Deadly Zins. Seven Deadly Zins. It's just something about it, like them thinking of it <laughs> and then being like, That's a serve. <laughs> It's Deliverance's family orchard. Of course. And she's like, oh my God, seven deadly sins. I mean, that's oh, gonna, that's the alcohol available at the wedding. Uh, oh, I've got it. Seven deadly sins. <laughs> it's a Zinfandel. I don't like wine. I don't really drink wine. You know, I'm a tequila girl. And then yeah, I've been same. like dabbling with wine recently, but it's, it gives me too bad of hangovers. It makes me sleepy. Yeah. Also, I just find that everyone who's drinking it, they start saying weird things. So what's up with you? <laughs> Yeah, I guess there's really nothing else to add to that. I was talking to this mom recently who was kind of drunk at a restaurant and her daughter listened to the pod and it was really sweet. And she she was lit. She was totally lit. And what was she, she was zooted. 
Well, she met me and she was talking a lot with her hands and she was like, I mean, when you can't come over, have a drink. <gasps> I and love like that. that. And I was invite. just like, this is incredible. The invite was amazing. And yeah, it was like so, she was so expressive. And I love when people pitch themselves as characters to me because sometimes they're right. I am kind of like collecting data. So data. And so she's like, I'm a, I'm a total meme. And I loved her so much for that. A mom that saying that she's a meme. Pros. Exactly. That's pros. I'm a total meme. I can't even imagine how much Seven Deadly Zins she had She chugged. had been putting away some bottles of Seven Deadly She'd been butt-chugging Seven, seven Deadly Zins. Seven Deadly Zins. They should make like a slap the bag of Seven Deadly Zins. Like and, a, and a branded tote. The wine totes that you buy at the grocery store. I need to. Wait, I need to put Seven Deadly Zins in the tote bag. I hope it's sold everywhere. I saw this in Cape Cod. It's a Cape Cod exclusive. It's Cape-alicious. <laughs> More like Vape Cod. Do you know there is a place called Vape Cod? Someone sent me that. No. That there is a place called Where? Vape Cod. I don't know. It's in, I assume, in Cape Cod, but it's the vape store. Oh, The local I, vape store. We need to stop vaping. What? Oh, I also wanted to say everyone who smokes cigarettes smells bad. All right. <laughs> what else do you have for me this week? Vaping is so scary to me these days. There's a new ad campaign about like non-vaping and it's like- Not talk to, vaping? Talk to teens. Are these teens really sucking on vapes at school? It's like, oh my God. <laughs> it's Orwellian. It's positively from a Jane Austen novella. <laughs> I miss, I miss her. Gossip Girl. I miss her so I much. I miss the reboot. But I really think teens shouldn't vape. I mean, I think vapes are also so bad for the environment. Like Cheryl Crow would have a thing or two to say about that. Well, yeah, and the... the they're just like chucking vapes. There's a lot of chucking of vapes. You know like what I mean? It. Chucking and sucking and fucking. <sighs> it's not what teens should be doing. It was really hard. I will say they're harder to get. Like I did my Lana Del Rey video and I wanted to have the exact vape she uses. Mm -hmm. And finding that was a, a, a bitch. Really? God, it was a bitch. It was such, an, uh, such a bitch. <laughs> Me telling my kids, God, it was a real bitch today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a surprise for you. What is it? Because I've been going through the inbox and I've been pulling out some things that the Baronies ride for and I think it's fabulous. How much fun are we having on the internet? We're having so... Internet the internet's is fun back. again. Nothing could be better. I'm feeling good. It's summer. Our rights are gone, but the vibes are in. Some of the things our Baronies ride for. Okay. Hi. Right now I'm writing for newsletters, the barter system and bowing. Now okay. the barter sister stuck out to me. Barter sister. See, that's so crazy. <laughs> bowing stuck out to me. <laughs> The Barter Sister. Red, yeah. white, and royal blue. Yes. Bowing. Oh, bowing? What did you think? Like a curtsy. Yeah. Red, white, and royal blue. Oh. <laughs> Wait, isn't it crazy that sometimes you know gayer things than I do? <laughs> I don't know, babe. I'm just having fun online. Mm -hmm. I think the Barter System's so powerful. Totally. One of them is just says, hey, cult leaders. <laughs> and then it says, something I ride for this week that's changed the way I view the world is the burnt toast theory. Essentially how I understand it, and I won't look it up to verify because I love my definition. I'm going to stop there. Well, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. If you want to know about the burnt toast theory, you can look it up. You're one of us, sweetie. Cult leaders is funny to me because I'm thinking about just like what our cult is, and it's a community of love. It's soldiers fighting in an army of love. Another thing people are riding for is leaning into people roasting you. When someone makes a joke about you or your outfit, I ride for leaning in and joining on the joke, catching them off guard and rewriting the narrative. 
it's called taking the power back and it's just fun whatever happened to fun that's making trouble in art it's rewriting rules i don't think people should be roasting outfits though that you're wearing yeah i mean you should cut them out of your life probably yeah but you can still like throw it right back to them i love that i love that a brownie's just fucking rocking zingers they're just slinging zingers (laughs) at the people around them it's like you can't say you can't say one fucking thing to them (laughs) without them going off I think that's sick. I love the idea of people who listen to ride using ride language and like vernacular with people that don't. And them just being like, what is literally wrong with you? Well, you know, my theory. What? Well, that all these dads are they're calling their wives saying, have you talked to her recently? (laughs) And then they're like, no, what? What's up? And he's like, she told me to take a (laughs) non She told me I was traditional family values. (laughs) Literally, it's scary, but I love it. And all the boyfriends being like, I'm not cheating. Yeah. I love when the jokes are in the reviews. Also, when you review the show, it does help us. Like, it really does help the show, which I didn't realize until I myself found myself to be a podcaster. And it does help. So (laughs) I didn't even know that. I just learned something. Rating review bumps us up. I ride for being super into Ashley Simpson's album Autobiography. Oh, yeah, totally. I played Pieces of Me the other night to a group of like 30 somethings. We rocked out so fucking hard on my parents' porch. Sick. It was, it transported me. Is Lala on the second album or the first? I think it's second. Because you make me you want make a me Lala. Lala. Think about that for Tuesday. You make me want a Lala in the kitchen on the floor. I'll be your French maid. I'll meet you at the door. And I'll meet you at the door. That's I'll be your sick. alley cat. Drink oh. my milk up. I want more. You make me wanna. You Isn't make me wanna. Just, le- just learned those lyrics just now. <laughs> Didn't know those. I don't know what I thought. Drink the milk, blah, blah, Like, yeah. I, I, no, but I didn't say the words that you just said. Okay. Sometimes well, we, I just, we're learning. Yeah, I don't know. Someone rides for Fergie's rendition of the national anthem. Fergie wanted to show us something unbelievable. And my girl went above and beyond. You know, what's crazy is that I've never been able to hit a note. So like, I think singing impressions are really hard. I don't always do that, but are you ready? Are you ready for it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was fabulous. Right? That was fabulous. Sometimes I'll do that and Terry will either join in or he'll be like, not right now. That's a lot. Oh, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Way. The late, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like when all the basketball players smile. It's that to me is like, it's, it's like when you're at, like when we used to have to go to mass and, you know, and they'd be like all sodomites will be, you know, stoned to death be looking around (laughs) i'd be looking around like this ah doing the hand in front of the mouth i think it's cool to see athletes having fun it's so crazy to like play sports like into your 30s and 40s and 50s tiger woods surely he's got to be in his 50s bring up tiger woods in front of any straight guy make him cream talk about an aphrodisiac (laughs) wait Literally, literally. Someone rides for amicable divorces, i.e. one of the parents has a birthday party and the other parent may show up and it's just fun. No one's upset. There's no drama. It's nothing inappropriate. It's more like, hey, we spent a long time together. Why don't we just be friendly when we see each other? And this brings me to a great example we've just seen in pop culture. Conscious uncoupling. Conscious uncoupling. Naomi Watts married Billy Crudup mm-hmm. and Leah Shriver commented on the post and was like, congrats, you both look great. Wow, that's beautiful. What good relationship modeling for those kids. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I think, yeah, it's also great for the kids. That it's like, you know what? This didn't work. Didn't work out. But And to never speak, you know what? I want to shout out Kim Kardashian because she'll never speak ill of her her exes. I feel like the Kardashians, they don't speak ill of the 
parents of the, the children of the yeah within the family i feel like there's a respect there and i feel like she had a great interview with david letterman about that where yeah. he was talking about oj and she's like i know the kids so i'm not going to talk about it and i'm like that is it's very graceful it's graceful and she it's is gracious. grace she's yeah. ultimately grace speaking of grace yeah. <laughs> this person rides for listening to ride as i did my drive of shame home from my friend's house at 6 a.m for work on wednesday after raging on tuesday lol let's go girl love, and she signed it love you sweat that is so sweet. So sweet. I think AI would be so confused by our <laughs> reviews because a lot of them are like that, yeah. where it looks like bots wrote them. So AI doesn't even know sense. what to do. They're like, wait. Well, based on the accepted definitions of the words, they don't make sense. But mm -mm. then if you know, you know, sort of that type of thing. That's what I love about the Ride the Pod Insta. It's ultimate if you know, you know. If someone got sent that and they were scrolling through and they're just like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Well, I do think maybe some people don't listen to podcasts, but they see my captions and they're like, is he good? And then the answer is and no. They, go, they want to say something. <laughs> something unbelievable. <laughs> Speaking of which, should we get into what we ride for? Yes. This week, I'm going to be riding for millennial parents getting walked all over. And I'm going to be riding for announcing an announcement. <laughs> Hell Yeah. When it comes to relationships, we are big believers that you have to find someone you can be yourself around. That's why we partnered with eHarmony for this episode. When you think about foreplay, what do you think about? Well, eHarmony's dating diaries found that for Gen Z, an emotional connection is even more important than sexual chemistry. Deal with it. The report found that before having sex, oh my God, the first report here on Ride, bleep that, Gen Z prioritizes their emotional connection 25% over the sexual chemistry they have with a partner. I've got the stats. Similar to how connections may be different for each person, eHarmony has different ways to help someone find the connection they crave. I mean, my goodness, isn't that what we're all here for? Why do you think they're listening to Ride? It's about connection. Continue me, love. <laughs> Through the apps, personality profiles, and meaningful conversation starters, they help you find the most authentic relationships. eHarmony has a place for everyone to find the connection that feels good to them. I mean, eHarmony is kind of one of the goats. Like, they've been around for so long, they must be doing something right. Exactly. You just have to open yourself to love. But yeah, I just think this is so sweet, and it's about, like, connection. And I think in an age of social media where a lot of it feels like forced connection, we got to get out there safely, obviously. We got to put ourselves out there eHarmony is helping us do that. I love it. Dating can be frustrating. It can be annoying. It can be time consuming. And it's just important to not give up if you're looking for love because there are so many tools out there to help you find mm -hmm. it. We've talked about the compatibility quiz, but the quiz identifies a baseline of compatibility with questions about communication styles, likes and dislikes, personality, and more to help you match with someone who will truly get you. So they're making connections genuine. So join the dating app that gets to know their users better so they can match better and see for yourself. eHarmony. Get who gets you. Start free today. Thank you, eHarmony, for partnering with Ride. We really appreciate it. And we hope everyone who is looking for someone in a genuine connection will check it out. Wait, where are we going? Who cares? Ride. Ride. I always start with like a story. Yeah. Which I think it's like. You're painting a picture. Of course. So I was at a coffee shop recently and <laughs> I'm already laughing because I just, I think millennial parents getting walked all over. This might be my favorite ride I've done. Me too. I'm giddy. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh my God. Wait, I'm rubbing my hands together. Channeling energy. Channel it with me. Dragon Ball Z. And then whew, I gave it to you. 
<gasps> yeah. So I'm in this coffee shop. It's not the Fisher, the baker and the candle shop and the cappuccino maker. I'm not there. I hope they have candles there. I just realized. You just added that. Yeah. The candle shop. A giveaway. They do art in the cappuccinos. I told, did I already say yeah. this in a Pretty previous cool. episode? Yeah. So that's cool. I'm at this coffee shop and this little girl is with her mom who I was getting millennial from. She was definitely of millennial age. The daughter goes up to the mom and she goes, I want a muffin. And the mom goes, honey, like we already had breakfast. Like, you know, and we, when we're going to have lunch soon, she goes, I want a muffin. And then the mom goes, okay. And then right after the daughter goes, can I have the iPad? And she's stone faced. Like there's no kid charm. You know what I mean? I feel like kids she's are charmless now. She's fully like, she's an adult. And she goes, I want the iPad. And her mom's like, well, no, we'll order first. And she goes, I want the iPad. And then she got it. And I'm like, wow, second time's a charm with this one. <laughs> Queen. Look, if you know you're going to lose, you might as well wave the white flag. She's obviously gone toe to toe with this girl before. Oh, totally. She's like, I'm not winning this. <laughs> I know that story wasn't that electric, but it alerted me to, huh, these parents are getting kind of walked all over. Because boomer parents were really hard. I'll, yeah, I'll just say. They, they were, were hard asses. And the parents before them, I chills. Scary the Parents scary. is a strong word for what they did to yeah. their kids. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, parenting, so, not, not so much. My theory is that as millennials, we have all of that in our heads. So we're thinking, obviously, this isn't across the board, but so a lot of the millennial parents I've seen, they're like, I'm not going to discipline because it's bad. Trauma. Trauma. Which I agree. I, I Spanking, I, I think we're good. We actually, I know we're good. But I think you can say no, for sure, is like the vibe I'm getting. But maybe not. I don't know. It seems to not be working. Until you've walked a mile in a millennial <laughs> parent's shoes. Exactly. We can't really. Until you've walked a mile in my hocus. <laughs> Until you've walked a mile in my Solomons. Suck it. You done this shit. So I was just kind of alerted to this. And then I've just been seeing it more and more. Kids just being like, no. And the parents are like, go off, King. They're like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, yes, of course. You can, no, piss, they're, on, they're, you can piss on the playground. They're negotiating Clayton. with terrorists. <laughs> they are. They're terrorists. And they're, I just think it's so, I ride for it because it's just like, you know what? I feel like we're all trying to do the right thing. And millennial parents are trying to be the best parents they can. And no matter what, we're all going to fuck up. And yeah. isn't that special? Well, they're finding isn't the in-between. Cool? <laughs> I don't know if there's an in-between here. <laughs> it's so funny. I will say, so I have siblings that are parents. And they don't get walked all over, I will say. Like, they're definitely like, no. But I just think it's a part of the culture, though, of like, like sometimes my sister is on FaceTime and like her son comes up and it's like, he, it's his call now. Oh, end sweetie. of story. Yeah. Click. He's like, give me the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, when give the, me that. When the kids wake up and they're like, I have to go. No, no, no. I have to, my boss is here. I have to go. Yeah. She's like, I can't get caught doing this. I'm not supposed <laughs> to be doing like, this. Yeah, they go, oh my, uh, okay, one sec. Come yeah. back. Yeah, like, literally, immediately, they're in the kids. Oh, I just picked him up from school. Bye. They're laying on the couch. You see a shadow walking towards them. And they're up, <laughs> in their eyes. And they're like, I'll call you back. I gotta go get what it. What is it? What? What did I do? I gotta go get Brentley a cake pop. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're so scared. I love it. I think it's cool. As you know, I'm a huge proponent of kids. I think kids deserve rights. So they deserve to be protected. And I think giving kids more of a say is only going to make them stronger adults. I really believe that. Yeah. I really believe that. And I think that overcorrecting for, you know, 
boomers parents and then boomers parenting us is like this is where we're at this is where we landed <laughs> i want to know who do you think's more obsessed with their ipads kids toddlers or turfs <laughs> <laughs> or terry or there's terry. three options who's the most terry's been loving his ipad era i love here i like his stylus oh he has a stylus and he's just clicking on it all the click, time click. i was thinking about the fact that like just based on the size that kids are how big an ipad <laughs> screen is it's like if we were walking around with tv a huge tv a 72 <laughs> like, inch it's so it's major it's and, so major and that they all have their own ipad and headphones yeah with like and just a huge like thing around it so they could just throw it off a fucking wall they could drop still, it down niagara falls yeah and it would survive it would float to the top and they'd be like dad go get it <laughs> exactly and the dad, oh, would, the now, dad would swan dive to go get it my thing with ipads is like if you know there's something that's going to make your kid happy and be quiet you're gonna fucking use it oh to be just to make sure everyone knows this, I cannot wait to be an iPad dad. Of course, iPad Are you kidding? dad. The cool things That's that you merch. get to learn on the iPad. When iPad dad. iPad dad. <laughs> oh my God, the, the pod when we have kids. iPad dad. If they let us, <laughs> if they let us do it. That's the thing too. It's like them being like, we can't travel. People oh, no. being like, we can't yeah. travel. These no. kids, they, sorry, no fucking way. The other week I was on a plane. I was doing air travel flight, if you will. Mm -hmm. I was sitting on an aisle seat and there were two kids next to me and the parents were sitting on the other side across the aisle. Yeah. They decided not to sit with their kids. <laughs> so iPads and headphones are being passed over me and stuff. I didn't mind, but I'm like, yeah. that is so funny to All me. All of a sudden you're a nanny. One of you could have sat here. <laughs> the other one sit on and then you could have swapped halfway to keep it fair. But no, they're like, you know what? Our kids, they'll be fine. No, exactly. We're going to put them next to a stranger. <laughs> yeah. Well, they saw you and they're like they're like that's nanny that's it's, it's curtains the nanny diaries this is, wait what is she, what was it called nanny rescue wasn't nanny mcphee or no no nanny 911 <laughs> what's that nanny it was that the british one who's like british i'm one. on my way i'm on my way we need her back because like the kids have taken over she's been gone and now the kids have they've they've risen running they've run amok terry and i were flying and this woman and her kid were behind us and i'm if a baby's like crying on a flight what you know it's like it's a baby i'm like it's all good girl I agree. I'm like, we I need more grace for moms like, let's and give, dads and moms. And also I'm like, maybe I'm always catching these millennial parents when they've like had their last straw. But <laughs> this kid kept kicking Terry's seat and like laughing about it. And the mom was like, oh, Timmy. And it's like, wait, that's not telling him to stop. Like, I do think as millennial parents, if I'm sure there are millennial parents listening, I hope no is a full sentence. No is a full sentence. As Mary-Kate Nashi once said, yeah, no is a full sentence. And I think I'll be good at being like, no. No, See, and that, also whoa, that was crazy. Like showing them that you can't just like kick someone's seat. It's yeah. just not nice. Just don't do that. I'm like, you can get walked all over, but don't let them walk all over the rest of us. Yeah. You we know didn't I mean? agree. We didn't consent. We didn't we did not consent to this. <laughs> it's so funny that all these like little toddlers with iPads are gonna be like running shit. Well, because parents are reading so much nowadays. There's so much like literature on being a parent and like how to parent the way that you want a parent. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's so fascinating to watch it all unfold because I'm sure parents now have more resources than they ever have. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is the answer based mm -hmm. on everything we know and everything we've like learned in modern society. Like this is how we're choosing to do it for this generation. Mm -hmm. I fucking love that. A generation raised it. on iPads? Yeah. Sign me up. The iPad generation. I can't wait to meet them. They're going to be so good at like touch screens. But one time when my niece was younger, because obviously she's an iPad kid, mm -hmm. she was on a laptop and she kept touching the screen. And yeah. it's like, no, this one too. doesn't. Not always, sweetie. Not always. But hopefully in the future. 
<laughs> but we can only hope that's coming in the future. When they're engineers, when they're women. Well, that'll STEM. be our iPads. The TVs. So big. Yep. I just love the thought of being at a dinner table and I'm just like, see, and I'm watching alone. Sometimes wouldn't you rather do that? I'm not saying a fucking word. There have been definitely some dinner parties where I've, I would have loved to whip out the iPad. And I think we should normalize that. I agree. <laughs> I totally Maybe agree. Maybe millennial parents are doing this all right. I just think... If you're a millennial parent, I ride for you and I just think it's amazing. I think it's cool that you guys are giving power to your kids. They're I'm sure they're like, harnessing the power. But I do think kids are gluttons for power. I've oh, seen yeah. them on the playground. They're power hungry individuals. Yeah. What's interesting and cool is that we actually won't know how the parenting is going until the kids grow up. And I'm just yeah. excited to see what they're up to. Me too. And what they're into. No! Them to a teacher. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> Nap time for kids right now who have millennial parents, like nap time at school, must just be a fucking disaster. Well, there's no iPads at school, so I bet that's just been like traumatized. And they're like, I don't want to go to sleep right now. Yeah. And they're like, but it's nap time. No, no, no. I won't lay down. It's very you getting carried to the car. I didn't want to say it, but I do think we sort of originated this style of parenting. <laughs> I agree. We were ahead of the curve. We so were. Making your mom wipe your ass till you're like nine. Yeah. No. Sorry about it. No, but I will say there was a sweetness to us. Of course. That I, I'm not always seeing in millennial kids. It, was, it wasn't an entitlement. It was sort of mm -mm. just like, this is my personality. Now I think kids are just used to it. I just love two hands on the hips. And you go, hey, and you say their names and that's it. Hey, <laughs> and that's the discipline. Well, have you heard of the path of least resistance? <laughs> totally. I think that's sort of the millennial parenting guide. I think so too. Just give them the iPad. Oh, this is a fun one. <laughs> Although, you know what? Now I'm thinking about also my mom driving me to every McDonald's to get all the toys. So what is that? But she did that because she wanted to. I think she did too. She didn't feel like she had to. Yeah, she didn't. No, exactly. I think she wanted to just drive around in the Volvo with her little Taika. All the kids these days are fighta. They're so fighta. They're like, don't. <laughs> don't. Don't make me. Don't fucking do that. Don't make me get angry. That's what the kids are saying. In other words, don't make me get angry. You don't oh. want to see me when I'm angry. No. That stone face? No. No. I want a muffin. I go, okay. <laughs> Mary Beth. Yeah? Can we talk about my favorite thing in the world? I think I know what you're going to say. Squarespace, me loves. <laughs> you know I'm always ready to talk about Squarespace. You talk about it all the time. Especially because this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. We love Squarespace. Seriously, if you need a website for anything for your business, for yourself, for your wedding. I'm really into weddings lately. My sister's planning her wedding and she needs a site. What does she use? Squarespace. Squarespace. It's the all-in-one website platform for you to stand out and succeed online. It's like truly beautiful templates you can use. You can plug in the information that you want on there. You can have an asset library. You can do an online store. You can embed videos. It's It could not be easier. I have a Squarespace mm -hmm. and I've embedded all of my YouTube videos right there on my website so you can easily access everything I've done on YouTube that I would want you to see right there. <laughs> you can also do custom merch if you want to. Maybe my sister would do that for a wedding. She's like, hey, buy some merch. I want to make money off this. She could if she wanted to. She could start a business. It's an endeavor. They also allow for email campaigns. They also have a point of sale, which is fabulous because point of sale is really complicated as someone who used to work like on a corporate retail team it can be mm -hmm. really hard so it's great to just have an all-in-one place where you can set these things up and they do the hard part you just have to make it beautiful and personalized to what you want i really want the entire team at squarespace at one of our ride live shows 
I agree. I really want we should that. do a corporate show. Corporate show, Squarespace. Oh yeah, happy holidays. <laughs> I've live chatted with them before and they are super helpful, super responsive. They also have a lot of tools online that you can use if you actually don't want to chat them. You just want to figure it out yourself. It's fabulous. So go check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash ride to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace, we have such a history with you guys and we just absolutely adore. Announcing an announcement, I think, is probably something humans have been doing for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not talking about inviting people to a gender reveal party or something. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I think gender reveals should be abolished. Well, of course. I saw this movie called Everybody, and it's about the I in LGBTQIA. It's about intersex people. Mm -hmm. And it follows the journey of specifically three intersex people. And it's a fabulous documentary. I learned mm -hmm. so much from it. I highly recommend everyone go see it. It's in theaters right now. But at the beginning, they had this montage of gender reveal parties. And it was genuinely scary. Yeah. The way people were reacting and just the the methods they're using these days, like literally setting off an A-bomb and seeing if the smoke is pink or blue. Celebrating the supposed gender of your future bully. Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell is what up the with hell? that? Yeah. It's very scary. The reactions were very scary. So that montage was very striking at the beginning. And so everyone should go out and see that. So I just want to be clear. An announcement is not the gender of your baby. That's not what I'm talking about. I just started laughing, thinking of the shadow getting closer and closer <laughs> to the parent. I gotta go. I gotta I go. I gotta go. Oh my God. Serena, Serena Vanderwoodson as a parent. Ah! Oh my God. Heard her kid all the time. I gotta go. Lily Vanderwoodson as a grandma. <laughs> oh my God. Let's talk about it. Fabulust. So I think announcing an announcement is something I first saw Britney Spears do a few years ago <laughs> where she posted on Instagram and she said, I have an announcement on Friday. Mm -hmm. She was announcing an announcement. Yeah. And this has been practiced by prominent figures a lot more now that we have social media because it's so easy to announce an announcement. Do you know the history of that announcement as well? Tell me. So I she, think I do, she announced sure. a new Vegas residency and then she she just said, I'm not doing it because she was still in the conservatorship. What's so powerful about that particular announcement is that mm -hmm. then she went to Vegas to do another announcement mm -hmm. and she just she got on stage. She walked down the stairs and she just walked out. Yeah, it's very my mom watching a movie she doesn't like. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I think she was supposed to do something, but she was I know. like, I'm done. The fucking legend. <laughs> yeah, she just wanted no. to hate. She wanted to play on her iPad. She just wanted oh, to have fun. I hope Brittany has an iPad. Me too. I, I hope she's her. a stylist. No. But announcing an announcement is a really powerful tool because it builds buzz. And building buzz is something I think is so important in this day and age. Of course. An announcement that was announced that I really enjoyed was when Kendall Jenner said she had a big announcement. Mm -hmm. She was going to come out as something. We weren't sure what. Yeah. She said, I have a huge announcement coming up on this date. <laughs> Everyone stay tuned. She announced an announcement. There were a lot of things that people hypothesized. Yeah. About or that what, she had like an illness also was was on. Or that she had an illness. Was on the menu. We don't know. We, we weren't sure, but we just knew there was an announcement coming. Mm -hmm. And how exciting is that? And how cool is that? How freaking exciting. <laughs> yeah. On the day of the Golden Globes. The day of the Golden Globes. So we all tune in. We're ready to watch this video that she's put out to announce what she was announcing. Mm -hmm. And it, she came out as having bad skin. Yeah. And she came out as using proactive. It was an ad. <laughs> and I think that's really cool. I think it's so harnessing too. the power of social media. And an announcement, what an impact an announcement can have. And as we talked about before recording, Beyonce at one point was she had announced an announcement <laughs> and rumors swirling, what could it be? She's vegan. Mm -hmm. It can be that simple. Sound good? It can really be that simple. Yeah. 
You know, a crazy announcement was Taylor Swift's like saying Midnight's is coming out. I think it's really cool to have an announcement at the MTV Movie Awards. So I guess she's not announcing an announcement, but she is announcing something. And then she never released a single. She was just like, you're going to wait until the whole album's out. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, there was no single. Isn't that crazy? She, I think, is the queen of like announcements. Yeah. Other people, I'm like, I don't know if we needed like the big announcement for the announcement, but her, it's like, yeah, I guess you're the biggest star in the world. So we do like these announcements are hitting. We need to prep. Of course. I think what's so amazing about it is it you can also have it in your real life. Totally. Like I love telling Terry, I have something huge to tell you when you get home. It's like me kind of gossiping when he gets back. That's such a great example of everyday use of announcing an announcement because I used to get irate when people would do that to me. Mm -hmm. When they would say, I have such a great story for you. I have such good gossip or I have this amazing tea, but I'll tell you later. I'm like, well, just tell me now. Why not? But it's something to look forward to. You know what? That's what it is. And slightly edging. Something to look forward to. Yeah. I think announcing an announcement was me telling my parents I was queer before a month later I said, I'm just gay. Okay. Isn't that cool? It was the runway. It was the lead up. Yeah. We announced an announcement about the podcast. Oh, totally. We said we have an announcement coming on whatever day we announced the podcast. Yeah. And we posted the video. Yeah. Building buzz. How cool is that? One thing I love about announcing an announcement is that it's so vague. It could be literally anything or saying you have good gossip. I'm like, that could be anything. And I'm so excited to find out what it is. My brain will go so, it's crazy. So a friend recently called (laughs) Terry and I and said, I have something horrible to tell you guys. Where our brains went, bone chilling. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. And we know my intrusive thoughts. I was like, well, don't give me a prompt like that. Like, I'll go to town. It was horror stories. I was Stephen King, my good sis. You were writing it. I was writing it. Exactly. (laughs) Then in the end, it was something, you know, Definitely a bummer. And that's kind of announcing an announcement in a different way. I would say that's using the power of announcing an announcement for evil, not for good, because you don't want to worry someone. No, and you should never. And I think it's crazy when people are like, can we talk? I think that's so disgusting. That's the opposite of announcing an announcement. I don't like that. No, I talk on my podcast, sweetie. That's how I respond. (laughs) I talk on my podcast, sweetie, and I block them. (laughs) Never to be heard from again. Mm -hmm. I think announcing an announcement, too, for me sometimes is just posting a photo of the character of me in makeup and being like, who knows? Isn't that cool? I can do that. Who knows what I'm coming up with? I alert the masses. I did a lot of announcing the announcement when I was doing the signs videos because people I had to let people know that things were coming or else they were going to burn down my house. They were going to knock your door down. They were going to scalp my sisters. Like in Beauty and the Beast with the big tree trunk. Oh, no, that was literally those were all the Virgos. That was on the menu. (laughs) Yeah, it was on the menu. So I had to do that. I guess a really fun announcement that we had is the tour. I hope everyone got tickets. Me too. And I think they will. If they haven't already, then they will. The shows have been so fun. I've loved the shows. And we can't wait to see everyone else in all these different cities. You know what you are, Benny? Hmm. I f*** it. Your word's not mine. Babe, you're my ride or die. Ride or die. I ride for announcing an announcement. It's a simple concept. Because I just love getting excited about things. I love anytime there's like Comic-Con or that, like I love to know new movies are coming. And you know what? I love teasers, which I think is kind of announcing an announcement. It's like the trailer's coming. But I will say, as far as announcing an announcement, don't give me too long of a runway, sweetie. Because I'll forget. I'll forget. There's so much stuff coming at me. It's totally dizzying. You don't want another announcing of an announcement to come in and supersede whatever you're announcing. Because then that's like, ooh, awkward. And it better not be a gender reveal. No. If it's a gender reveal, I don't ride for that announcement. We don't want that. That shouldn't be an announcement anymore, I uh-uh. don't think. Yeah. We're done with those. We have to stop. I've got an announcement. I thought of what we should name our Zinfandel. 
seven deadly zins. Of course, I ride for millennial parents being walked all over. I can't say enough good things about it. It's fun to watch. It's fun to see. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun to participate in. They're just getting dogged. These kids are so strong-willed. They're, no, they literally, they have gumption. They're stubborn. They're stubborn. They little, have moxie. They're little bastards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think what's also cool is just seeing people get dogged, like the parents just get dogged and trampled and walked all over. And they're resilient. So resilient. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful to see. It's traditional family values. Kids took the power back. It's something we should consider as adults. <laughs> I totally agree. My thing is like, why aren't Democratic judges on the Supreme Court being bribed by companies that want to do good things. Why don't companies that want like gay rights buy the Republican judges? Like pay them off. That's what works. Let's just pay them off. We need to take the power back. Let's let's look at our kids. Blackmail works too. Mm -hmm. Let's look at our kids. Let's be inspired. Take the power back. We have to like people are dying. We can learn from kids always. I've always said that. Kids teach adults just as much as. Oh, they're teaching them something. Yeah. Don't talk to me like that. Don't. And don't even (laughs) fucking look at me like that. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. We We love love you, Sweat. See you on tour. We're going to announce more cities. Can't wait. Love you, Sweat. I love you, Sweat. Wait, give him a Taika button. Why not? Taika button. Oh, my exit. Benny, babe. Eyes on the road. Benny, look out! Ride, ride, ride. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.